Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Late Night Date Night, the podcast where once a week we get together and make each other sit down and have a conversation like we used to when we were still in love. <laughs> when we will. When we were. When we will. What? When we will still in love. Uh, for those of you new to the podcast, basically, the way it works is we both come together, we have a topic that we prepared beforehand, mm-hmm. um, sometimes moments before. Like me. And uh, we just talk about it. We don't talk about it beforehand, so the conversation is fresh and spicy. Mm-hmm. And that's basically it. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. I'm Elise. Oh, I'm Jennifer. This is Late Night Date Night. Oh, <laughs> I already said that part. I reiterated. You reiterate. Uh, we're going to keep this episode high and tight. We're going to be making sure this episode is, is shorter than normal because I need to get on the internet to make sure I can get a new PlayStation. Yeah, we're trying to land that PS5 console, you know what I'm saying? But that's basically it. Uh, I don't remember who started, so do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first because I'm pretty sure mine's not... Um, it, like I said, I just came up with it a little bit ago. Okay. So, <laughs> All right, so... I was thinking about people's modes of transportation. Okay. <laughs> Do you think the way in which an individual chooses to get around and what they get around in uh, says a lot about who they are as a person? Um, Should I say my opinion first? Yes. I do. I do. I think it defends a lot about a person's uh, preferences, uh, situations. Um, I don't know. So I'm going to just skip over like... People who grew up in the city who never had to get a driver's license because mm-hmm. clearly it's more efficient to get around by public transit mm-hmm. if said public transit is efficient. Um, that wouldn't work for us out here in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to talk about like people's cars. Okay. I feel like I have been able to pick up a lot about people based on the cars they drive, not just like socio- socioeconomic status and, and money, but the vehicle in which they choose. Because I'd say, like, the majority of us are on, like, a scale, you know, on, on what we, we can af- afford. I don't really hang out uh, with people who are buying, you know, $100,000 yeah. cars and stuff like that. Um, but I think it has a lot to do with, uh, like, what you enjoy or how you perceive yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, me, for instance, I think um, I'm driving a, a Subaru Crosstrek. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm outdoorsy. I like to off-road. I like to camp. And I think this vehicle for me provides those experiences. I like the look of it. It's mm-hmm. very kind of like, I don't know. My last car was a pickup truck. So comparatively, I think it looks sportier, even mm-hmm. though it's not like a sports car by any yeah. means. Uh, and then I think I think it fits me well. I think it fits my personality. I agree. You know, because I could be in like a big old lifted bro truck or I could be in like a super fancy sports car, but I like what I have. It's very, like, moderate. It's, like, a tool that I can use Mm -hmm. for the adventures that I want to go on. What do you think? So I agree to an extent. Yeah? Yes. So I think a car can kind of represent a little bit about who you are, right? Mm -hmm. But I think at the same time, like, the people who buy, like, a Camry... Like I, it it's, it says nothing about them. <laughs> I, I think if you choose something that's slightly out of the ordinary, then yes, one hundred percent. Like people who buy trucks or sports cars or even moderately priced sports cars or you know off road vehicles, 
that does represent a little bit about their personality. They're saying like, hey, this is what I'm into. Uh-huh. But you can't tell anything about a Camry owner. I disagree. <coughs> you know, this is going to make you feel funny, but uh, my mom, who I think is listening right now, mm-hmm. uh, had a Camry okay. for a very long time. Uh-huh. And that was actually the car that I learned to drive in. And I think that was perfect for the era in which she bought the car because it was very economical. She was a single mom who I was in sports, so she had to get me around to sports. My little brother was in sports. Uh, so it was a six-cylinder car so it got places like a lot faster than you would expect it to mm-hmm. it was very economical gas was i think affordable correct me if i'm wrong mom uh so i think it defined her as an independent woman who was raising two children who were actively involved in like extracurriculars mm-hmm. so i think it did say a lot about her okay but at the same time she could have easily gotten like and Escalade, and would have said the same thing. <laughs> no, because she was also very, like, socially aware. So she didn't want to, like, burn unnecessary fumes either. Okay, but I've met people who buy Camrys, and, <laughs> and it's not always that. Like, you're reading into because you know your mom. Yeah. I'm talking about, the, like, a stranger or a casual acquaintance. Because that's what you're saying. Like, you can't say that about someone you really know and then interpret their car choice. So when I first started working where I work... My first impression, like the first day I showed up and I parked and I was walking into the building, is I was walking past all of these cars and I thought, oh my goodness, there is not a single beater in this parking lot. Mm. And it's like, clearly we're all getting overpaid for what we do. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody I work with drives like a decent and better vehicle. I would say even more leaning towards extravagant. Mm. And uh, as I got to know the people that I worked with, I thought, wow, I bet I know what vehicle you drive, just based off of, like, talking to them, getting to know See, them. See, you're going backwards, though. I'm talking, because the way you... But the thing that it turned into was it fit. Like, when I watched this individual leave work and walk out into the parking lot and go to their vehicle, mm-hmm. and I saw the vehicle, and I thought, you know what? That fits. That fits them. <coughs> <laughs> okay, so I have two friends at work <laughs> who their car is... I think, don't necessarily fit them at all. No? No. They've done things to their cars that make them fit them, like a customized license plate or whatever, but okay. the vehicles themselves, I don't think, represent those two individuals. Hmm. I think my car represents me a little bit, mm-hmm. but I've chosen a car that's kind of slightly out of the norm. Mm-hmm. But you're also slightly out of the norm, so it fits... The- no, it's because I've chose. It's like anything. I know people who their clothes define them. So you would say the vehicle you choose is a lot like an accessory. Exactly. Something to embellish on a personality trait that you like. But about it can yourself. also not. Like I know people who wear just plain clothes all the time, mm-hmm. and it doesn't say anything about them at all. <laughs> Even if they're an extravagant person, I know people who will wear all black no matter what, but they're a boisterous person. So accessories don't always represent who we are. Hmm. So I think they can. I think I think a car is is like clothing. It can represent who you are, but it's not always that way. Because mm. there's been time, like, like I said, I want to go back to if you met someone, mm-hmm. you don't know much about them, mm-hmm. their car doesn't always represent them. Uh, you, yeah, no, I'll agree with you. I'm not going to define an individual by the car they drive because I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But I will say... Much like a tool that you use to do a certain job, I think a lot of people cater to their vehicles 
in the same manner you might pick a tool out to do a certain job. Okay, how about this? Mm-hmm. So, you know my two friends from work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know one of your... I, I know two of your friends from work, too. Uh-huh. And we'll, we'll use their names when we're doing this exercise, right? Okay. <laughs> so, I'm going to guess what your friends from work drive. And you guess what my friends from work drive based off what you know about them. Okay. So we'll go one at a time. I'll give you one, then you do one. Okay. So who do you want me to do first? Uh, Monica or Michael? Do Monica first. I think that'll be easier. Michael's tricky. I think Monica uh-huh. drives a uh, mid-tier suburban. So a uh, Tahoe or a uh, Sequoia. I'm dying right now because you're so close. You're so, like, almost right on the nose with it. It's hilarious. Okay, so what is it? You nailed the mid-tier. Uh, she drives a caddy, but it's like the... A suburban, though? Like the larger Cadillac. Yeah. It's a suburban, not a... It's not a... Su- suburban's made by, I think, like, GMC or something. No, like, so like a... It's a middle-sized vehicle, yeah. It's it's not like a full-blown, like, SUV, and it's not like a car. It's like a crossover. It's like middle... Middle of the what road. I don't know what that means. I'll show you a picture. No, 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 no. This is... It's larger than a small vehicle. So it's not a sedan. It's not a sedan. No. Okay. So it's close. It's All right. CT5 or something. I don't know. But that's basically off just knowledge I, that you've told me. What was the knowledge that made you think that she that would drive? That she's a mother uh-huh. who is like working mom, needs uh-huh. to get her kids places. Uh-huh. That's that's what made me think that. But it's also kind of like stylized and But that's a that's a that's a stereotype. But I a Cadillac is not mid tier, so I honestly was kind of wrong. What what is your definition of mid tier? Would be like a a Tahoe or What's Cadillac? Cadillac a caddy. Come on. That's 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 upper tier. I think they've lost a lot of uh, you say that, Clout. but when you're talking about price range, it's upper tier. I don't know. We'll have to run prices later because I don't think they're that expensive anymore. Okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna argue about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about? Oh no, it's my turn. Yeah, do you want to do Judy or Valencia? Let's do Judy because that's I think gonna be harder. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think she's in a sedan of some sort, probably four door. Okay, most things have four doors, but uh, okay. Uh. Something that came out in, like, the mid-2000s. I'm going to say, like, 2007, 2008. Honestly, I could see her in a Camry. <laughs> so you think she drives a sedan? Yeah. No. She drives uh, It's not an SUV, but... A CUV? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Exactly. So you know a lot about Judy. Well, what you've told me. I mean, which is a lot. <laughs> Sorry, Judy. Uh, but you you still don't know what it, who she drives. Mm. All right, so I'll do Michael now. All right, do Michael. I think he drives like a black truck. Man, you're close. You're close. It's a it's like charcoal. It's like silver. It's a silver. But it's a truck. Yeah, a little pickup truck. Similar to my last pickup truck. Well, there we go. Uh, so, which is also, I think, a two door. So maybe I'm better at reading people. Well, I would put money on it. That I'm better at reading people. Yeah, hands down. Okay, well there you go. Yeah, you're a much better judge right. character. And then, what do you think Blancia drives? She thinks like she she seems like a like a suburban mom, or su- suburban? Yeah, suburban. Okay, so what does she drive? 
suburban. No. She drives a sedan. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Oh so my you gosh. so so you can't necessarily always ask them when you go to work <clears throat> next time if they could pick any vehicle that they'd want to drive. What would they what, I what promise they you both of those women can pick whatever they want. Yeah, they can pick whatever they want. No, I'm telling you, they already could and these are the cars they've chosen. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So you flopped them. Hmm. So, but but I, I I do like the point. I I think I think your your point is valid. That, it, like any accessory, a car can show tell a lot about a person. But I don't think it's always the case. Well, that's kind of true of everything, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, what might your topic be, Jennifer? Oh, you're already flopping to my topic. It's only been a couple minutes. Oh, you, should, you should we continue? Thoughts about that. Well, you just kind of kicked me in the gut there, so... Well, I, see, I said your point is valid. <laughs> I'm going to bring that into all of my uh, staff meetings. I'll be like, boss, I think your point is valid, just wrong. I didn't say wrong. <laughs> I just said not, not, uh, it's not a... Well, yeah, no, nothing I it's talk not about. It's not a rule. Yeah, no, nothing I ever talk yeah. about is ever going to be, like, fact. It's I, just well, no, an observation that I myself have had in my personal experiences, and I wonder if anybody else has uh, had a similar experience. Yeah. Also interested to, to see... And if you're, uh, you already gave yours, but we'll, we'll do this. If you don't know me already, what would you guess I drive based purely what you've heard on the podcast? I think that's interesting. <laughs> I'm curious to see what So either, think. uh, either DM me or leave a, a, a comment on the, the live show or leave a review on, on your podcast platform of choice. Please. Interested. Engage with us. We would appreciate it. I just want to know if people could get it. Yeah, that too. Okay. So my topic is timely because I'm stressed. I'm so stressed, Elise. I know. I've been here. And it's about um, basically supply and demand and scalpers. So I want to talk about scalpers. Okay. Because, so to, to set the stage here, I'm desperately trying to get a PS5. I missed the pre-order section because that sold out very quickly. And now, in 45 minutes, <laughs> potentially, uh, I'm going to be able to order a PlayStation from my local store of choice, right? Fingers crossed. But the issue is I have to do it in basically 30 seconds once the, they open up in stores because scalpers have found a way to use bots to buy up all the stock in stores so that they could resell at a much higher price. Like, if you look at... Like, Xboxes went on sale this week for $500. Mm-hmm. They got bought up by scalpers. Mm-hmm. And essentially, now if you look them up, it's $1,400 to, to, to buy one. Which is ridiculous. It's, it's so almost unfair. triple the price of what they, they worth. Right. So, I want to talk about... Are there, are there things in life you think are okay to scalp? How do you think... Like, new media has created scalping. And just any other thoughts you have about this, because it's it's been a nightmare. I'm so stressed. It's, it's making me nauseous. Well, I'll start out by saying the word scalp, to scalp somebody or scalper, scalping someone, is horrible. I mean, that yes. by itself, the terminology paints such an ugly image. Yeah. Painful, if you will. Well, and let's think about some of the, the scalping that's gone on this last year. 
that is extra evil uh, during the coronavirus pandemic, mm. right? People bought up hand sanitizer and... Toilet and, paper. Yeah. And, right. So that they could resell at a higher value. That, that's evil. It's greed at its lowest form. So, since we're on this topic, mm-hmm. is there anything you think is okay to scalp? No. I... I don't know. Like, I believe in capitalism, and I believe in the art of supply and demand. I don't believe in capitalizing and taking advantage of people um, kind of at an unfair advantage. Like, this whole idea about bots setting up to purchase without the actual human manually doing it, where they can set up the, the algorithms or whatever technologically to, to score a surplus of, of, a, of an item, mm-hmm. that's an unfair advantage, um, honestly. Um, like, if you want to try your luck and, like, do battle of the fastest clicking mm-hmm. against other people who are doing, like, the same level of purchasing, yeah. that's, that's, that's different. I think that's fair game. But when people are just being greedy and setting up all these little tricks and traps yeah. just to screw other people, that's, that's not fair. I agree. But I can think of one thing that I think is okay to... Because it it is essentially scalping. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Would be, uh, like, collectibles. Like, pops and and those things. Like, that's why people are buying those things. It's because of the intrinsic value of them. So, collecting, I think, is different than scalping. It's still scalping. If you're a person who knows, a a, say, a pop Funko, right? Uh Uh-huh. Funko Pop. I, I don't know why I said it inversely, but... Uh, so, say, say you're a collector of those. If those if, if those are released and you know when they're going to release, why would you not buy more of them so that you could resell them if it's a collector's item? I think collector's items gain value over time, though, mm-hmm. so the rush to purchase them isn't um, as necessary. When you, when you have something like the PS5 console... Uh, spread the wealth because we all want to have access to the games and the, yeah. the the new technology. Like, let us all live our best lives and, yeah. and get access to this stuff. A collectible sits on your shelf. Yeah. So what happens if you buy it a month after it comes out? Big whoop. But as far as like an interactive experience where you're going to be playing games and connecting with your peers out in the the, the world of virtual reality or whatever, yeah. the fuck, uh, it's it's not fair to bogart that and keep people from getting access to that. At the same like level, uh, that's just my opinion. I don't yeah. want to have to pay three times as much for something that somebody. No, I I agree, but I I, I I'm wondering if you agree that in the collectible world, it's okay to to scalp. I think it's totally different. I still don't agree in scalping as as far as like I'm gonna take advantage of my unique situation to get faster access to a larger surplus of all of these items, whatever they are. And, and, and hoard them, and then if you want access to them, you have to give me a, I don't know, outrageous compromise for, I don't know. But, like, even if it were, like, a something that you needed for survival, like, let's say the apocalypse happened and we had a skill that was useful, mm-hmm. or we had access to, like, meat or water, I might be a little bit more okay with holding more tightly to those things because yeah. it was necessary for our survival. Okay, but that happened just recently. Toilet so paper? people thought that, you know, they weren't going to have access to paper products 
And they did exactly that. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why scalpers are doing it. They're in a tough financial situation and they're trying to have some kind of comeuppance in any way they can. Well, now I feel bad for them. Well, yeah, no, I did. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, there's always the thing about, like, if you have the skills and the ability to come up with the algorithm to bogart all the consoles, I guess... You Good you food. win. Yeah, you win. <laughs> it's, a, it's a difficult situation, I think. Yeah, it all kind of comes down... I mean, I don't know. Like, do you need it for survival? Yeah. I, or are you someone who's just trying Impatient. to make a quick buck? Because at the end of the day, like, I know you want it tonight or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But if you had to wait until Black Friday or until six months from now, would it be the end of your life? Yes. She said yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what What would the difference between getting it this week and getting it six months from now be? How would that affect you personally? I'm just curious because I think other people might be as well. Uh, suffering. Uh, I want to play next-gen games. I, I don't want to spend money on games. Like, I don't want to spend more money than I have to. Like, I don't want to buy games mm-hmm. for the current console I have mm-hmm. when I know I'm going to want to play them on the PS5, so I'm going to You'll, you would have to purchase them for the PS5? It, it depends on the game. Some some games are letting you just auto-jump up to the next one, but... Some of them won't be able to do that? Yeah. I see. So, <sighs> I, 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 I don't want to spend more money than I have to, essentially. And I want to be in the future like everyone else. Yeah, we all want to be living that life. Playing those relevant games. Next-gen games. And we want to avoid spoilers. Exactly. Like, if I wait to buy the new Miles Morales game, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna... I'm gonna know what happens. No, why would you call it Miles Morales and just not Spider-Man? Because it's called Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, okay. Yeah, the game is called Miles Morales. Okay. If I said Spider-Man, Spider-Man's a game that came out last year. So, okay. Miles Morales comes out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like a... The difference between, like, The Prisoner of Azkaban and... Yeah, like, hey, did you see that new Harry Potter movie? They're like, oh, I know Harry Potter movies. <laughs> Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> okay. You're like, no, 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 that's not how this works. <laughs> so, yes, I, I, I can physically wait. I'm not gonna die. But I also... Like, if I have the, the, the means to get it and the money and all of that... Mm-hmm. I think I should be allowed to get something that would bring me joy without feeling stressed about it because people are taking advantage of the system. Because people are being selfish, yeah. Spread the wealth. Yeah. Now, what if there were scalpers out there who were doing, like, the Robin Hood thing? Where they were buying it and give, selling it for less? Yes. That would never happen. Let's promote that behavior. I yes. think that would be really cool. If you're cool. a scalper out there, go <laughs> ahead and sell me your PlayStations for $100. Just for the sake of feeling like you did a good thing. Yeah, people aren't like that. I'm. If you put it out there, maybe it'll like ring somebody's bell. You know what I'm saying? Now let's talk about something that sucks because of the coronavirus. Okay. I would be out in the cold right now. Standing Sitting in, line. in front of my Target <laughs> to get a freaking PlayStation. I miss that. I miss I miss having to wait for things. Like having to you know, go out in the freezing cold. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
to get what you want, and then the satisfaction to get in your greedy little hands. Yeah. I miss that. I've never done that before. I actively avoided it at all costs. But uh-huh. I can appreciate the effort. And I think the people who do that deserve to get an item from the store. So now, mm. we, we have the two options. The stress of this week of, of wondering if you're going to be able to get it. Mm-hmm. And the past version of being able to get it is standing in front of the store. Mm-hmm. You, here, right now, mm-hmm. what would you prefer? Well, we just finished our teardrop trailer, so I'd be all about camping out in front of the store right now. I, I understand that you think that's how it works, but you can't take your teardrop trailer to wait in line. No, we would go together, mm-hmm. and we'd rotate. You'd stand in line. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's going to be so loud for the I'm people sorry. at home. <laughs> Knock the table. You stand in line, I'll go in the trailer and take a nap. And then when I trade out, you go to the trailer, I'll stand in line. This is such nonsense. The, the way it would really work out is Elise would go, I'm going to go take a nap. Yeah. And then she'd disappear until the next day. It's possible. <laughs> Be like, oopsies, I fell asleep, sorry. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> this is my eighth Starbucks. <laughs> I'm mainlining straight to my veins right now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're saying... Yeah, stand in line. I think those who work harder deserve it more. Yeah, but you wouldn't stand in line, leave. So no, no trailer. Okay. Oh, man, that'd be tough. But it would forego this whole, like, cheat system with the bots and the algorithms and I don't know how technology works, but beep, boop, boop. it would uh, reduce the amount of scalpers who are bogarting all of the consoles. Agreed. Yes. All right. Should we jump into the comments real quick and then call it so we can freaking stare at my, my phone until we can... Yes. All right. Uh, so, one of our listeners is guessing the car I drive, so we'll go ahead and, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and firmly deny this, uh, she guessed a Humvee, a big black one, all decked out with chrome. I love that I theory. I think it's completely not me, though. If she had that, though, I would no longer be allowed to park in the garage, which I've been really enjoying this past oh, year. Oh, yeah, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be... You, it's it's the best during the winter. Absolutely. I can drive straight to work without having to scrape my windows. It's exactly. wonderful. Exactly. But yeah. 100% not me. Uh, I'm, I'm more of a... Uh, I, I like... I, as much as I may be on camera and uh-huh. such, uh, a larger personality, I think I'm kind of more low-key in general. <laughs> no, I would, I would love the Humvee. Yeah, Elise would, would love the Humvee. Go through every mud puddle I could possibly find in that thing. No chrome, though. She wouldn't want the chrome on it. Too much to clean. No, probably something matte. Yeah. Yeah. They, they would be mud brown. The Humvee would be mud brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next guess is a horse. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, unless it's... We're talking about horsepower. No. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, 400 of them, to be honest. Yeah, 400 horsepower. <laughs> then. Hey, I have a question about that. This what? is completely unrelated. Oh, okay. Why is it called horsepower? Is it because, like, carriages? I think so. I think historically, Are you, that so was like the first... So when they say 400 horsepower... Yeah, you're talking about 400 no, literal horses... No, there's no way in hell pulling 400 horses buggy... Yes. I can't. What was the first, what was the first, like, mode of transportation? When the wheel was invented, what was the first thing that was mobile? Horse-drawn carriages. <laughs> the first thing? You yeah. don't... Uh, they went from caveman to horse-drawn carriages. It was that simple. Okay. That was it. So, yeah, horsepower is based off of... Okay, but I don't understand the one-to-one ratio, because I tell you what, 
I've seen a car that pulls, so say 200 horsepower, right? Yes. Which is a, a bit of a, we'll, we'll just do that. My car has 205 horsepower, okay? Uh-huh. You're telling me uh-huh. my car has the strength of 205 horses. 205 horses is an army. That, those horses, <laughs> you're telling me if you detach 205 horses to the back of my car and we would just hold away from each other, my car would win. There's no way in hell. Yeah, no. I think it is. I think that's exactly what they measured. They go, what's the inertia of 200 horses running, pulling one single object? This is where we have to end the show because <laughs> I, I can't even fathom this. <laughs> We're going to have to look that up and get back. Or maybe horsepower is just a symbolic representation of just the torque of an engine. Yeah, but... Well, just going back to the roots of the first vehicle. The first vehicle. The horse-strong carriage. I... I I don't think that... Okay, you know what? We're going to have to end the show. <laughs> because we're going to have a lot of conversations after this, and I don't want to have to make you guys listen to that. <laughs> yeah, just a unit of measure. Yeah, but how did we get there? Horse-drawn carriages. Okay. All right. That's going to be the end of the show. Uh, typically longer than this, but I'm trying to get out of here... Again, to stare at my phone, desperately hoping to get a PlayStation. Uh, so you can find us online <laughs> at many uh, social medias, Instagram, Twitter. It's mine's at the Jennifer T. Elise doesn't like plugging her stuff. I'm boring. Uh, we're live every Wednesday on Twitch. Mm. Uh, other than the last two weeks, because we took a break. Mm-hmm. But we're live every Wednesday on Twitch at 8 o'clock. And then you can uh, watch us or listen to us whenever you want on any platform ever. Uh, please review things or and tell me what you think my car is. Okay. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye.